With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome in, OutKick Podcast listeners. We've got a loaded program for you. You're going to be joined by Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach to talk about his big win over LSU. Also, my buddy Todd Furman from Fox Bet Live swings by to hang out with us as well. Much to discuss from the college football universe, everything there, plus the NFL. What do we learn from the Packers' big win? What about the Seahawks' big win? Who are the best teams in the NFC and the AFC? Are we buying into the 3-0 and teams? My Titans, one of them. Also, my Vols got a big win. Uh, it was an enjoyable weekend for me. No doubt about that. We'll be talking about all that and more. We're diving in right now. The show's live from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, but you get the podcast and it begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern. 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, I thought it was going to be an interesting game. And the question was, coming into Sunday Night Football, which I'm guessing most of you finished off your absolute buffet of football excess with the SEC returning with all of the fun that we had, all of the ability to just dive in and gorge ourselves. Were the Saints going to be okay? Were the Packers for real? I would say those are the two primary questions that were sort of looming over Sunday Night Football. Was Drew Brees who's still playing without Michael Thomas, granted, was Drew Brees and the Saints' window still open to win a championship? Remember the Saints, sorry to bring it up, New Orleans fans, three straight seasons losing in the playoffs on the final play. Minnesota miracle, 
the should have been called pass interference leading into an overtime field goal by the Rams to go to the Super Bowl, and then the the catch in the end zone by the Minnesota Vikings to eliminate them by their tight end who may have pushed off in the back left corner down in the Superdome. By the way, that tight end, incredible catch in the game against the Tennessee Titans in a losing effort. Just an absolutely man play there. But was the Saints' window still open? Does Drew Brees still have the mojo? Does he still have the spice to win another Super Bowl down in the Big Easy? Conversely, was the Packer wins in the NFC North dominant wins over the Vikings and over the Lions? Was it fool's gold? Going on the road, I know it's not like a typical dome environment that you would experience in the Superdome going up against the Saints, but going on the road, was this Packer offense for real? And I think leaving Sunday Night Football, the answer is the Packers are definitely for real. They've now put up 122 points. That's the most in team history through three games, and the Packers have had a pretty good offensive history particularly in recent years with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. So for this to be the most points they've ever scored through three games and for them to pull away the way that they did against the Saints tells me a lot. It tells me that the Packers right now are probably the best team in the NFC. And we'll get into that a little bit during the course of the show I think maybe at the top of hour two, I'll dive into the three and O teams and tell you which ones really stand out to me and which ones feel for real. But spoiler alert, the Packers definitely feel for real as they are now two and O. Now, we're not done with week three yet because we have an incredible game going on between the Chiefs and the Ravens to close out week three. Maybe the best game of the regular season. Certainly the best Monday Night Football game we're going to have all season. Patrick Mahomes going up against Lamar Jackson. So that is something to be looking forward to, even if you didn't feel like you got to see every game. I watched so much college football on Saturday and so much NFL on Sunday. It felt amazing to be able to just dive into the cornucopia of football excess. And that's what I do every Saturday and Sunday. I basically watch college football from 11 a.m. my time on Saturday, and I don't finish watching football until the Sunday night football game ends up on Sunday. Now, there are other things I'm doing during the course of the day. I got kids. I help flag football. We had soccer. Got young kids. Got games to go to. Good thing about having a phone. You can sit there on the sideline, be able to keep tabs on everything that's taking place. So there were a ton of big takeaways. And we're going to talk about a lot of those big stories. We're going to talk with Mississippi State head coach Mike Leach, scheduled to in the third hour of the program, to talk about his big win over LSU. We'll talk with my buddy from Fox Bet Live, Todd Furman. We'll also talk about basically every team in the NFL and every game that mattered in college football. So buckle up. And if you're only in your car, as I know some of you are, for 10 or 15 minutes and you're only going to hear a small portion of our football talk today, you've absolutely positively got to subscribe to the podcast and make sure that you can hear, especially on Football Mondays, a breakdown of basically the entire gridiron 
landscape and you don't miss anything at all. So that was the big takeaway. The question was, are the Saints still the Saints and are the Packers on a different level offensively? And even without Devontae Adams, the answer is yes. 122 points for the Packers through three games. The Packers are for real. I think they're the best team in the NFC. I also think that the Saints may have passed their window. We'll see when Michael Thomas comes back what the exact scenario is going to be. But if I were betting right now, who's going to win the NFC South? I think you have to, even though they lost week one, I think you have to say that the Bucs are looking better, that Tom Brady and the trajectory of this Bucks offense is looking better than what we are seeing right now from the Saints. Now, the Saints have started slow before. They've gotten hot as the season progresses. But when you keep having to use Taysom Hill, and they had the disastrous fumble as a result in a tie game, when you keep having to use Taysom Hill as frequently as the Saints do, you have the most successful passer in the history of the NFL. And I understand the seduction of Swiss Army Knife Taysom Hill, who seems like he can do everything, but you've got Drew Brees already. If you are bringing in Taysom Hill as often as the Saints are, to me, what that is telling me is that the Saints don't feel like Drew Brees is the same player that he has been over time. He's 41. Look, Brady's 43, but it feels like Brady's 43 is a younger, stronger, shouldered 43 than Drew Brees. We'll have to see. It's still early, but I am not buying stock right now in the New Orleans Saints, even in the NFC South. I'd be inclined to buy stock right now in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The other biggest game in the NFL that most of you were watching Sunday afternoon that I was watching, Russell Wilson has basically, it appears to me, if he stays healthy, got the MVP locked up. DK Metcalf, one of the all-time dumbest plays that a player can make, celebrating too early, getting Leon leaded, having the ball knocked out of your hand too early. Notwithstanding that, DK Metcalf is almost uncoverable right now as a compatriot of Russell Wilson. And so if you are watching the Seahawks, Seahawks can't get anybody off the field defensively. But to me, what the early part of this NFL season has been all about is defense is dead. You got to be able to score 30 plus or your team has really no chance of putting together any kind of substantial winning streak. And so you start to look at the 3-0 and teams out there in the NFL right now. The Buffalo Bills are a quintessential example of this. They were a defensive-driven team. Suddenly, Josh Allen has turned into Jim Kelly. He's throwing the ball all over the field. And they're making plays, the likes of which we never saw this Buffalo Bills offense ever make before. It's as if Sean McDermott finally said, you know what, we can't keep winning games 20-17, to 17-14, to 14. It's time to make big-time splashes on offense. The Baltimore Ravens playing tonight against the Chiefs. Both of those teams. Baltimore's the quintessential 2000 Ravens defense. A lot of people think about the greatest ever. They didn't score a touchdown for a month with Trent Dilfer as quarterback. Now it's going to be a shootout. By the way, I like the Chiefs. Four and one start for our six-pack. We went five and one last week. Four and one. We took the Chiefs plus four on Friday. 
When we come back, we'll break down more NFL action. Also, we'll give you a bunch of college takes from the weekend that was. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be just breaking down Sunday night football as well as the Cowboys Seahawks uh, delectable offering that uh, I think probably the majority of my audience all watched but I think we learned a lot about the NFL and college football and I want to continue to give you a roadmap of where we're headed Mississippi State head football coach Mike Leach scheduled to join us in the third hour of the program today got the massive win on the road over LSU KJ Costello transfer from the Pac-12 throws for over 600 yards just a monumental win for Mississippi State he's scheduled to join us in hour three scheduled to be joined by my co-host one of the co-hosts of Fox Bet Live Todd Furman in hour two of this program breaking down everything going on in college football and the NFL Uh, and look we got an embarrassment of riches on the Monday edition of the program during college football and NFL season. And I've got a bunch of takeaways from college football in particular uh, that I'm going to get to uh, here a little bit in the close of hour one about what happened with Oklahoma and also what we learned from Mississippi State, Mike Leach, and maybe a little bit of an alarming sign for LSU to the extent that you can be alarmed at all when your team was 15-0 and last year and won a national championship. But you don't see a beatdown like that typically happen in the first game at home after a 15-0 and or a national championship season at all. So a lot to get to there. But there are also a ton of storylines from the entirety of the NFL. And I want to run through. I spent all day Sunday, like many of you, watching NFL football games. Uh, and I thought we learned a decent amount about a bunch of the teams. And so I want to run through and kind of give you a takeaway about what we've seen through week three so far. All right. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a a take on a variety of different teams. And I want to start with what I thought. First of all, I'm sorry, Atlanta. I mean, I, I know it's not a massive game. I don't know how the Bears are three and oh. But I also don't know how the Atlanta Falcons are 0-3. Football can be a cruel sport. The Falcons had no business losing last week to the Cowboys. They had even less business losing, I would argue, to the Bears, who had to bench Mitch Trubisky. They bring in Nick Foles, who is becoming one of the greatest relievers in the history of football. And he proceeds to lead them to another victory. The Bears are sitting at 3-0. and And I think the Bears are the most fraudulent 3-0 and team out there. But I also think that the Atlanta football fans are completely cursed. I don't know what you did to the football gods to make you forsake you, but I keep coming back to my man. I wish I could get this guy to call in. I was in an Uber ride. You guys have heard me talk about it. 
at the Super Bowl down in Atlanta. And I just keep thinking about my Uber driver who told me after the Falcons blew the 28-3 lead, he just retired. He retired as a sports fan. He said, it's never going to happen for my Falcons. I'm not going to let them make me feel as bad as they made me feel after we lost that Super Bowl game. He said, I'm too old. We talk about retirement from jobs. It's something to be aspired to. It's something you look forward to. He said, why in the world would I continue to give over my heart and soul and my feelings to a team that just breaks my heart over and over again? And I thought about my man that was my Uber driver after watching the Falcons give it away against the Cowboys and after watching them give it away against the Bears this weekend. And I got to tell you, as I sit around right now and think about the Atlanta Braves poised to play in two days, I hope the Braves can win this postseason series against the Cincinnati Reds because I don't think the city of Atlanta can handle it. I just don't think the sports fans out there in Atlanta are going to be able to handle the Braves losing again in a playoff series, an early one. You lose in the World Series, so be it. But you lose an early one, it's brutal, it's tough. Big takeaway there. I just, I, I, I don't get it at all. And by the way, we're going to talk about this. Um, I switched fan bases. I know that's a little bit frowned upon, but I grew up a huge Cincinnati Reds fan. We had the local Reds affiliate here in Nashville where I grew up, WZTV Channel 17. Kid, I'd watch the Reds, loved Barry Larkin, Eric Davis, Paul O'Neill, uh, Glenn Bragg, Mariano Rivera. Like, I can run Mariano Rivera, Mariano Duncan. I can run through Jose Rio. I can run through so many Chris Sabo. I mean, I was obsessed. Ron Oster, uh, Joe Oliver. You want to have a 80s into the early 90s Cincinnati Reds show, I could sit around and talk about those dudes forever. One of the favorite things I got to do when I was a kid was we'd go up for one series. My dad would drive me up, old Riverfront Stadium. We would get to watch a game. We'd stay across the river, usually in Kentucky. Sometimes we'd get to stay in downtown Cincinnati, walk to Riverfront Stadium. I just remember how awesome of an experience that was. For a kid growing up in Nashville to get to go see Major League Baseball, we were also at the time growing up in Nashville, the Reds AAA affiliate was in Nashville. So we got to see a lot of the guys either on rehab coming up or going back down. There were so many just awesome times that I had as a Reds fan. Then the baseball strike happened in the mid-90s, and I just stopped caring as much. And now I see baseball through the eyes of my 10-year-old. He's a fourth grader. The Braves are on every night. They're on every night in our house. And I have shifted allegiances to be able to watch with him. And if you listen to this show, you know we went down and stayed at the Omni Hotel there in Atlanta and were able to watch from the hotel room a series, which was awesome. And it's just fun as a dad or a mom, I bet for a lot of people out there listening right now, to be able to see sports fandom back through your son or daughter's eyes and remind you of why you cared so much as a fan, as a young person. And so I've shifted allegiances. Maybe a little bit controversial, but I didn't really stick to the Reds throughout adulthood. And now I'd rather my son be happy than anything. So I am now in the process of rooting for 
uh, the Braves in that series, all right? But the Falcons, I feel bad for the city of Atlanta. We got tons of people listening in the ATL here to us. You guys deserve to actually win a postseason series. How about the Rams? I don't feel bad for the Rams because I'm still bitter over what they did to the Saints, getting that pass interference call negated and being able to cost me literally $30,000. Cousin Sal and I had a $60,000 ticket on the uh, New Orleans Saints to win that game. And instead, the Rams stole their Super Bowl bid. That was a tough pass interference call. And the Bills basically gave this game away. And then they found a way to come back and win it all over again. And look, Josh Allen, four touchdown passes. He uh, has, I believe, started to become a guy that you can win because of instead of winning in spite of. And that's a big difference, right? In order to really take the next step as a franchise, your quarterback has to be a guy that you win because of instead of winning in spite of. And I feel like the Bills are close to being there. And by the way, their defense was lights out. It looks pretty average right now. Sean McVay had a lot of success going up and down the field against these guys. The Rams put up almost 500 yards against the Bills. And but for a couple of tough calls, they arguably should have won this game on the road. I think the Rams are really good. And I think the Bills are pretty good. So that was a heck of a game between two 2-0 two and o teams. There are a lot of teams out there that are, and I'm sorry, I'm not even going to hardly talk about this because I feel bad for anybody in New York who has to watch the Giants or the Jets, but your teams basically don't need to play the rest of the season. Like, if we had elimination NFL and we were just like, your team gets eliminated when we know that they have no chance to actually matter this season. And let's say we had to vote right now, it's like Survivor, and we had to vote NFL teams off the island. We're voting off New York, the Giants, and the Jets. And by the way, I'm sick of all these New York people that are like, well, you know, they play in New Jersey. You ever hear this guy? When I'm like, man, New York sucks at football this year. So there's always somebody out there who's like, well, you know, they actually play in New Jersey. Yeah, I know. There's not a lot of difference between New York and New Jersey. There's a little river there. Go to the other side of it. They're the New York Giants and they're the New York Jets. But yes, they play in the Meadowlands. I've been there. I've watched a game there. Thank you, New Yorker. Well, actually, you know, they play in New Jersey. Thank you. I appreciate it. They both suck. They shouldn't be playing this season. I don't know whether or not uh, the Bucks and Tom Brady or the Patriots and Bill Belichick are winning this divorce right now. But I do know this. There is a awful lot of good vibes coming out right now of Tampa Bay. And I am impressed by what I am seeing from the Bucks. We knew already that at some point in time, Belichick would have things rolling. And it feels like he's already got the Patriots rolling. They're ahead of plans. The Raiders just didn't have the horses to keep up with them traveling all, across, all the way across the field. A couple of other big takes. How about the Titans? I'm not sure if the Titans are any good. They're 3-0. and They have had Steven Goskowski kick winning field goals in all three of those games. Goskowski missed three field goals and an extra point in the opener on Monday Night Football against the Giants. Last, yesterday, yesterday afternoon, he kicked six field goals and these weren't like easy chip shot field goals they were bomb it through 
and win the game and you're like, oh my God, how did he make those field goals type field goals? Six of them. And they were from major distance, including the game winner, which was from, what was it, 54 yards, Dub? I think it was 54 yarder. The last two field goals he kicked were both 54 plus yards. I mean, it was incredible to see. How far those feel? 55-yarder officially, 54-yarder. two A 54-yarder and a 55-yarder in the final six and a half minutes to win for the Titans. I do think there's value, even if you may not be very good, in convincing yourself psychologically that you can win football games. We'll see about the Titans. It's actually going to be interesting to see uh, because the Titans go up against the Steelers this weekend. And then the next weekend, they go up against the Bills. So you got the 3-0 and Steelers coming to town, and then you might have the 4-0 and Bills coming to town, and those will be among the best games that are actually taking place in the NFL. I don't know if my Titans are any good, but I know 3-0 and feels pretty dead going good. Uh, what else is out there that stood out to me? The Eagles, the NFC East shouldn't get a playoff uh, spot. For winning that division, you should not get a playoff spot. The Eagles are 0-3, and they are a half game, or oh, sorry, they are 0-2-1, and and they are a half game out of first place in the NFC East. They are absolutely atrocious. The Bengals and Joe Burrow, I talked about that a little bit earlier. I'm going to get into that in the next segment about what we've seen from him so far. The Steelers, I'm still not sold on. They're 3-0, and but it feels like a bit of a wobbly 3-0. and Meanwhile, the Texans are 0-3. Texans feel done. One of the things that I think I'm going to get right, I told you I thought the Texans were going to start 1-6 and six or 2-5, and five, and I think that's likely if you look at their schedule going forward right now. It's not a very good football team. I think they desperately miss DeAndre Hopkins. They can't really block very well for Deshaun Watson. And now we've got the 0-3 Vikings traveling down to take on the 0-3 Texans in what is going to be a whale of a barn burner uh, in Houston to see who can get off the schneid. Colts starting to look pretty good. I think the Colts are a clear playoff team. Phillip Rivers starting to find his groove. Jets are awful, as I said, but I like the direction they're going. I like what I'm starting to see from the Panthers. They found a way to get past the Chargers. And the Lions finally got off the schneid and got a win. Uh, those are takeaways in general. I want to hit as many different games as I possibly can. So we've got a huge audience across the entire nation. I want to make sure I hit on everything. All right, when we come back, I'm going to close out the hour talking about Joe Burrow and the Bengals, what we've seen from him, but how I think that could be connected to Cam Newton, what I think about Mike Leach, Oklahoma, are they done in the playoff, the big takeaways from a huge weekend in college football, all that's still to come. I appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
I watched football all day Saturday. I watched football all day Sunday. You can obviously tell this is a football-centric show when it is football season. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. And I thought one of the two most interesting stories to me coming out of college football, and I just teased that I was going to talk about this. One, Oklahoma's a loss. Uh, now, look, I have lost. I have learned my lesson about pronouncing anyone as being dead for the college football playoff based on a September loss. But it's hard for me to see the team that I saw playing for Oklahoma on Saturday being able to run the table the rest of the way and not lose again in what feels like to me is going to be a very uh, Bedlam-esque Big 12. And what I mean by that is, I feel like there's going to be a lot of upsets. I feel like there's going to be a lot of wacky games for anybody who was watching the end of that Texas game against Texas Tech. Congrats to Texas for finding a way to win. That game should have never gone into overtime. They, sh- I mean, in Texas Tech, I'm sorry, Red Raider fans. You guys just completely gave that game away. And look, you end up losing 63-56, to 56, but I feel like there are going to be a lot of games like that this year in the Big 12. Heck, we've already seen it. Kansas State uh, lost at home to Arkansas State 35-31, to 31, and then they came back and they went on the road and they came back from a 21-point deficit, which was the first time that a top-five team had lost after having a 21-point lead or more in over 500 games. So it's not just that they ended up losing in Oklahoma. It's that it was a thoroughly improbable loss. And remember, Texas Tech almost lost to freaking Houston Baptist at home to begin the season. So they're just... I I just don't believe that Oklahoma is going to run the table the rest of the way. If they did, if they did run the table the rest of the way, and look, they lost to Kansas State last year and found a way to still win the Big 12 again and fight their way back into the playoff, then I think certainly a 10-1 and Oklahoma team would be putting itself in a position to potentially be in the playoff again. And we all know the College Football Playoff Committee is going to have an incredibly difficult decision to make on so many different levels based on how many games are played, how do you assess the overall quality of a conference without out-of-conference games. It's going to be one of the most difficult college football playoff selection committee decisions that has ever existed in a playoff era. But I'm not going to go ahead and toss a bunch of dirt on the grave of Oklahoma, even though I think it was a bad loss, even though I think if you're Oklahoma, you have to sit back and say, wait a minute, why can we not get our defense figured out? What, is it just a function of the way we play offense that we're always going to be in a position where we're giving up 30-plus in games such as these and it's impossible to completely pull away? I think those are interesting questions that need to be answered. But that was one of my big takeaways. The biggest takeaway was we have been debating in college football, what would Mike Leach be like with SEC caliber talent and be able to coach those guys? Because he certainly hasn't had SEC caliber talent at Texas Tech. And he certainly hasn't had SEC caliber talent at Washington State. Yet he has found a way to scheme his teams in both places to really incredibly successful seasons. And that question has been out there. If you were sitting around in a bar and you're a big college football fan, 
you have buddies or you have made the argument or you've sat around and you said, I wonder what Mike Leach would be able to do if he was ever in the SEC or, we still don't know the answer to this, if he ever really got a top, top job. Mike Leach, by the way, scheduled to join the program in the final hour today. Uh, Mississippi State's head coach. So uh, if you're just listening for a few minutes, make sure you download the podcast and don't miss it. But that question has been out there for a very, very long time. How would he do? And to me, it's a fascinating question. And we got a world of an answer when Mississippi State went on the road and won at LSU as a over two-touchdown underdog. And in particular, I was left with a question. One, props to Mississippi State, props to Mike Leach, props to K.J. Costello, the most successful passer in the history of the SEC. The guy threw for over 600 yards, and Dub, you can look this up, I think they only ran it for like 14 yards. So it wasn't like it was some sort of balanced offensive attack. They threw the ball for over 600 yards, just went up and down the field on LSU, who went 15-0 and last year and looked like one of the best teams that ever existed. Now, I know Daryl Stingley Jr. out with, uh, with a medical condition. I know that LSU had a ton of starters who had elected to go pro or were not returning. But when you look at what he was capable of, K.J. Costello, 36 attempts, 60 yards, 623 passing yards, five touchdowns. Kyle Trask looked great. And I think he may be the real Joe Burrow this year. But what I was left wondering, as a guy who has sat around and watched a lot of college football over the years, I was left with this question. Is LSU in 2019 a lot like Auburn in 2010? Let me explain what I mean by that. In 2010, Auburn went 14-0, and won the national championship with a guy named Cam Newton who also went on to win the Heisman Trophy and had what I consider to be the greatest single season for any college football player that I have ever seen. Until last season when Joe Burrow came in with LSU out of nowhere and led LSU to a 15-0 season. The reason why the analogy is somewhat interesting to me is Within two years, Auburn was winless in the SEC and they were firing their national championship winning head coach, Gene Chizik. And if you ask Auburn fans about this, and I'm going to bring in Dub, who's an Auburn grad and knows all about this all too well. If you ask Auburn fans about that, they would say a couple of things, most of them. Well, it was Cam and it was Gus Malzahn. That's how Gus Malzahn got the head job at Auburn because of the 2010 success story. Because Gus Malzahn's offense, even though Gene Chizik was a defensive guy, it was Gus Malzahn's offense that ultimately rolled into form and became so incredibly difficult to stop to stop down the stretch, right? They just kept getting better and better and better progressively. It's one of the most incredible offensive performances. And then Gene Chizik would obviously take Auburn to the national championship game again as soon as he came back and took over, uh, sorry, Gus Malzahn would, as soon as he took back over that Auburn program, nearly beat Jameis Winston in Florida State out in the Rose Bowl to win another title for Auburn. But the program's foundation was not built to sustain a super high level of success, and Auburn fell apart as soon as they didn't have Cam Newton-level talent at the quarterback position. Now, 
I don't necessarily think that LSU is going to fall apart like Auburn did, but it was eerily similar to watch that team get dominated at home by K.J. Costello, Mike Leach, and Mississippi State and think back, and I'm sure a lot of LSU people are thinking the same thing, man, especially when you see how Joe Burrow is playing right now, and he took a lot of big hits in that game yesterday against the Eagles, but I think for most people out there who are Bengals fans, even coming off of Joe Burrow hasn't gotten a win yet, but at least he got a tie, I think a lot of people in Cincinnati are saying, okay, if we can keep Joe Burrow upright, this is going to be a guy who has potentially a lot of success. And by the way, how about Jefferson going for 175 against the Titans at wide receiver? He was the top target last year of Joe Burrow. And so I think you start to look, there was a lot of talent that moved on, but how much of that was Joe Burrow, much like it was Cam with Auburn? It wasn't that the entire program was built for success. It was that you had a team that's probably an 8-4, and 9-3 and three caliber team. Good team, not a great team. And a guy like Joe Burrow and a guy like Cam, who is elite and transcendent at quarterback, puts them into a completely different stratosphere. Crazy argument, or do you see it, Dub, as a guy who went to Auburn and watched all those Cam games like I did back in 2010 and also watched Joe Burrow play every weekend last year in 2019? Yeah, I definitely see some parallels. Now, I don't think LSU is going to be going, you know, completely defeated in conference play anytime soon like Auburn did. Uh, Which my, is what why Auburn fired Gene Chizik. Absolutely, and that just so happened to be my freshman year at Auburn, so that was a really uh, spectacular time. But anyways, I think, Joe, uh, I think Joe Burrow is obviously a huge portion of that, but there's another Joe that you haven't mentioned yet, and that's Joe Brady. He was the, I believe, co-offensive coordinator last year. and He was basically the, the guru of the Joe Burrow-led offense for LSU last season. Right. Okay, brought him out of the Saints. They said, hey, here's the reins to our offense. And for people who have watched LSU offensively for years and years and years, they've been plotting, they've been boring, other than the one year they had Zach Mettenberger with Jarvis Landry and uh, Odell Beckham where they really kind of threw the ball over the field. A lot of three yards and a cloud of dust out of the LSU offense over the Les Miles years. Yeah, absolutely. Then Joe Brady comes in last year, and they're running, like you just said, a completely different offense than anyone's ever seen at LSU. Uh, next step this year, Matt Rule, Carolina Panthers, one of the first things he does after he gets the job is hire Joe Brady as his offensive coordinator. And if you've been watching any Carolina Panthers games, I mean, they're not lighting the world on fire but their offense is pretty much rolling up and down the field. It's their defense that's the main problem. But I think Joe Brady is a, a pretty huge component of this, too. I, I mean, granted, Joe Burrow is reason number one, and that's well-deserved. But I think Joe Brady is also uh, another big aspect of this as well. All right, as we go to break, we're going to come back, break down more of what we saw in the NFL. We'll touch on what we saw in Sunday Night Football, the battle between Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Uh, Also, though, and we'll get into this later in the week for sure, because Major League Baseball, believe it or not, the postseason starts tomorrow. And just like we did for the NBA playoffs, Fox Sports Radio has created our first ever Major League Baseball playoffs bracket challenge. That's right. Now that it's a 16 team, and I know a lot of you are out there like, wait a minute, 16? Yeah, 16 teams made the playoffs. It's a total crapshoot. It's a bracket challenge time again. Go to foxsportsradio.com right now or at any point by 1 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday to compete against me, 
everybody else out there on the radio programs and Fox Sports Radio fellow listeners, the winning bracket gets a free Westinghouse 50-inch Roku TV. So check out foxsportsradio.com to fill out your MLB playoffs bracket. I don't want to curse them. And let's be honest, they've been cursed in October for a long time, so I really couldn't. Feeling pretty good about the Braves' chances. Not just because my 10-year-old's obsessed with them and not just because we've been watching every game. I like the Braves to get past the Reds and finally win a postseason series, even though it's best of three, which is going to surprise a lot of people as well. So we'll see what happens there. Go get your bracket filled out at foxsportsradio.com. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. When we come back, diving back into the NFL, we're also scheduled to have my guy from the television program that I'm on every single day, Fox Bet Live, Todd Furman, join us. And again, third hour of the program, Mike Leach, Mississippi State head coach. We were just talking about how good his Bulldogs looked on the road down on the bayou. One of the biggest wins in the history of Mississippi State football what will they do for an encore we'll talk with mike leach about that experience and what he sees for his team going forward all that still to come appreciate all of you hanging out with us on a great monday almost done with september but damn if it isn't a great time to be a sports fan this is outkick on fox sports radio be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific oh 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 o'reilly you need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.